From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. So we're going to go ahead and talk about Better Call Saul. And I'm just going to go ahead and start by saying that, you know, I watched the Emmys and for the most part, you know, a lot of them were safe choices. I'm going to say that. And I wanted to talk specifically about Better Call Saul. Can it win an Emmy next year? And what's up with the curse? Like, why has it been snubbed for so long, especially in all sorts of categories? Better Call Saul has had 46 nominations, has not won a single one. It's also been, for the most part, neglected when it comes to certain categories like Rhea Seahorn, who has been arguably giving one of the best performances in television history as Kimberly Wexler, a performance that specifically (laughs) and specifically was designed and a a role that was designed around that performance especially since they didn't have anything to write for her for a while and they and she managed to deliver gold with this and so to the point that she becomes the second lead of the show she is the second lead even from the very beginning she's the second lead we keep thinking that it's mike when it's not even though i love jonathan banks and he's great he definitely deserved it over peter dinglish that one specific year at the Emmys. So it is a bit of a shame that there is a real curse when it comes to the Emmys and Better Call Saul. So let's go ahead and talk about it. So Better Call Saul, I'm going to talk about the last couple episodes of the show real quick and say that those do qualify for Emmys next year. So before you get mad and we have our pitchforks, they do qualify for next year at the Emmys. So we will have Better Call Saul season six, part two next year. And so that sort of leaves the door open for, can it win an Emmy? What shows are coming in that might hurt its chances? And I think for me, the biggest show would be The Crown. The Crown season five is potentially probably going to come out very soon. The Queen did die. So unfortunately, that is going to cause some delays on The Crown's filming. And there's a good chance The Crown might premiere before the next Emmys. So there is a good opportunity that the crown might come in and maybe take an emmy nomination or so depending on how good of a show it is at that point especially since season four was the big season for them to win but i'm gonna leave it at that and say that maybe because season four mm, you know what actually i'm gonna say i'm gonna save it i'm gonna save it for season six i think season six of the crown might be the big winner for that show again but season five of the crown maybe might come in into factors and then there's also severance season two and then succession season four so there are i'm gonna say it opportunities for better call saul to lose again but i don't want better call saul to feel like it's not, doesn't have a chance but there are there are shows out there that can potentially damage its chances chances and you never know what new show is going to come out what season one show is going to come out like House of the Dragon might prove to be an adversary at the Emmys. Heck, even Rings of Power, depending on how the rest of the season goes, who knows? Rings of Power has had a bit of a rough start, especially with all these critics that aren't exactly giving good faith criticism. It's okay. It's an okay show. It's not terrible. So we'll see how it ends. But I do think that that is, again, something in the ballpark. Better Call Saul can beat it easily if it was a t- if those two shows were competing 
but there's other shows. So I do want to be mindful and conscientious of the fact that these other shows, well, they're going to make it a little difficult for Better Call Saul. So I do want to address that. So Better Call Saul Season 6 Part 1, again, had plenty of nominations, but no win. It did not win a single nomination, especially since this is the year that finally Rhea Seahorn got nominated for Kimberly Wexler. And her best work is still ahead. Part two of season six has her best work. So hopefully she can win next year. But this year she lost to Julia Gardner, who was exiting out of her performance as Ruth Langmore in Ozark. Now, I do want to say that she definitely deserved it. The years that she has won that Emmy, she has deserved it. Re um, Julia Gardner is a great actress. Her performance in Ozark is partly the reason why people love that show. She gives a brilliant, emotionally complex character in that show. But why is it that they had to sort of recognize her over Rhea Seahorn, who really does give probably the best of those performances? Julia Gardner gives, I, I, I'm going to say this, she gives a performance that is a comfortably safe performance to acknowledge and to sort of, you know, praise. There's a lot more complexity to how Kimberly Wexler plays her games and versus Ruth Langmore, especially since the show itself has had a polarizing, Ozark's ending is has a very polarizing, very polarizing response. Again, emphasizing polarizing it is a response that a lot of people did not like a lot of people hated the ending and i have met very few people who are okay with it like it or they are whatever about it for the most part it depends on who you are as a fan but the ending to orzark has not been well received and for the most part that is an interesting that's probably why the show has not won the best drama emmy it didn't win for that, but I think for the most part, they wanted to give the show a send-off, so Julia Garner getting her award was the send-off, especially since Laura Lenny did not get the Emmy this year, which is unfortunately because she really does give a good performance on the show as Wendy, and because it's, it, it's such a complex performance. You know, it's such a complex performance as Wendy, and I know a lot of people really hate Wendy. I, I think she's, she's a mess. But Laura Linney gives such a great performance that I'm like, okay, I can handle this mess. But I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that for now, especially considering that Ozark is on its way out. And it's out. It's gone. And I've heard speculation about a, maybe a spinoff or a season five, which I am sort of holding my breath on because I think the show itself wasn't a major success. And its finale, you know what? It, it had a polarizing ending. And so people don't have to watch it anymore and maybe it might hurt its legacy so who knows who really knows when it comes to the emmys this year and the sh and the legacies of the shows that were nominated are going to leave especially considering that you know that you have you do have some really great shows that are winning emmys like euphoria won for best lead actress again for zendaya and it was nominated for Best Drama. In a lot of ways, it was a consolation prize because they didn't nominate season one, which was better. But I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. And for this specific year, like the Emmys, Zendaya was great. And so Laura Linney's performance was ignored. But Zendaya does give an actual better performance than Laura Linney. But I understand that Laura Linney got a lot of love. And Killing Eve, 
one of the worst finales you'll ever see for a TV show. Do not watch it. So with all that being said about those, and I wanted to give that commentary on the Emmys because, again, it shows how complex the Emmys can get even as much as the Oscars. Like Sydney Sweeney, her controversy might have in some way affected the reaction as to her losing Best Supporting Actress. Again, Rhea Seahorn, I've seen a lot of people give Rhea Seahorn a lot of support and love for her losing the Emmy but nothing for Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney has gotten a lot of controversy. I think she is, first of all, very tone deaf in how she responded to it. And also just the fact that she understands that her audience is a certain kind of audience because they grow up with euphoria and euphoria has a certain level of politics and her family openly displays a certain type of politics and she does too. So she should be more intelligent in how to address it, especially since after that controversy, no one has been rooting for her to win Best Supporting Actress in a Drama for Euphoria. And she was a favorite. She really was a favorite. But again, Julia Gardner's win upset a lot of Rhea Seahorn fans, but not any Sydney Sweeney fans, because they can't say that Julia Gardner, let's say, had some controversy. No one can say that. In fact, Julia Gardner's star is rising. In Hollywood, she might even play Madonna in a movie, so I'm excited about that. So, Better Call Saul's Emmy wins could also be a reflection on the changing television industry, especially considering that streaming is coming in and the last season of Better Call Saul had a streaming home, which was AMC Plus. AMC has been trying really hard to get AMC Plus off the ground. It's probably not going to get off the ground. They're going to. I think they're going to keep on giving their shows over to other networks like Peacock and other um, st- uh, streaming services like you know Netflix. Peacock streaming service, not a network. My bad. And and so therefore, I doubt. I doubt that they're going to make AMC Plus a permanent place, but it is meant to be sort of like, hey, you know, come to AMC Plus, watch the show on streaming. You don't have to get a cable subscription. They understand the reality, and I would love for them to go to Netflix instead, maybe merge there. That would be the best choice they can have is merge over to Netflix and give all their content over there, especially since AMC is such a good network with a lot of great shows and they have for the most part, pretty decent budgets. I would love to see Better Call Saul back on Netflix, and I think they could have done a like a like a episode by episode streaming thing, where Netflix would have gotten some numbers out of that too. So who knows? Because Better Call Saul gave had a lot of opportunities, and I think is the sign of the end of the cable prestige drama. But we'll see, especially since like there might be a show from the networks from the cable channels that can actually compete but i think better call saw being the last one of the ca- of the cha- of the cable channel shows to be nominated this year it, it 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 reflects pretty badly it was the only one of these uh nominees for best drama to be from a cable channel almost exclusively uh, succession uh euphoria specifically are on hbo but that's pay pay by demand and it's also a streaming service with HBO Max. You can watch the next episode on HBO Max the next day. So, yikes. It just shows that television is changing and the landscape is no longer the same. It is not your mother's landscape. It's not even your old. If you're my age, it's not even my childhood's landscape. Cable's going away. So you got to get on that streaming service. You really do, especially considering that we are moving away from cable and the networks.
So I'll leave it at that. I think Better Call Saul is just sort of like a sign that the old model is changing and the new model is coming in. And Better Call Saul's uh, Better Call Saul also could come in as sort of like a continuation of Breaking Bad. It is a spinoff of Breaking Bad. And what I mean by that is that the Emmys honored Breaking Bad pretty heavily during its run. It is one of the most one shows of all time. It's one of the most critically acclaimed programs. And so Better Call Saul could be seen as an extension. And so therefore the Emmys might feel that, well, we already gave it to y'all with Breaking Bad. We don't need to give you all any more awards for Better Call Saul, especially Vince Gilligan. But I think what's unfair is that Bob Odenkirk and Rhea Seahorn and Jonathan Banks did not win anything during Breaking Bad. Heck, Rhea Seahorn wasn't even around during the Breaking Bad years. So why would they even consider her sort of like, well, she's part of the Breaking Bad crew, and so they've already won Emmys. We've already honored their show and their commitment to television. We don't need to give them any more awards, which is absolutely ridiculous because I've seen spinoffs do really well. Like, Frasier did extraordinarily well during its run. So Better Call Saul might be even punished for even being a continuation of a critically acclaimed program because they want to give everything to everybody. And this was a very intriguing year in television. Succession did get a lot of good love, but Severance did too. So this is a year where every show, for the most part, that's nominated, except maybe Ozark for sure and Squid Game, because Squid Game was more of a phenomenon and then people sort of started to assess that final episode was not very good. <laughs> And and, I, and I've seen people complain about Ozark's ending a lot and Succession, you know, was beloved, but I've seen critiques. But in the case of this year, like we've had a lot of exciting television shows and Better Call Saul just keeps on being consistent. I think they just feel that, well, Better Call Saul is just consistently great. It has its fans. That's it. We don't need to give it awards, which is a shame because I think Rio Seahorn definitely deserves it. Real Seahorn, if anything, should get an Emmy. Same with Bob Odenkirk. And this year, Bob Odenkirk did lose his Emmy. And this was seen as a major slap in the face. Uh, Lee Zhang-Jay, who was on Squid Game as Gihon, he was great in Squid Game. He really was. But I'm going to be honest with you. I do think that Squid Game's finale for season one, because it's going to get a season two, was a little weak. And he had to sort of deliver the best of that but i don't think his performance was as great as bob odenkirk this was a very difficult year for bob odenkirk he got a heart attack and while filming a very heavy episode of the show there's a very specific episode of better call saul that required that gave him a that was so heavy that i think to some extent the performance itself gave him might have motivated his heart to like maybe overreact a little bit i don't know how to put it but i think that the heaviness of the show contributed to his heart attack too he got a heart attack and he survived he almost died and the man's not being honored i think that's a little ridiculous and you know lee jean jay is great and i think i would love to see him win but this was a year that i think bob odenkirk really was the best performer of the bunch but i do want to say this i do want to say this bob odenkirk does qualify next year so Rhea Seahorn, bob odenkirk and I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that just those two will get possible nominations for next year and hopefully gene carlo esposito can get nominated again he's been neglected over and over again for his performance as gus frank so hopefully the three of them can win 
it's also a devastating year for the nomination nominees for the other categories like the fact that patrick fabian and uh michael mondo both patrick fabian playing howard hamlin michael mondo playing nacho were not nominated really says a lot about the categories especially since they do not want to acknowledge those performances which is absolutely ridiculous they are great and this is the fine this is their final chance to be nominated because both of their characters and by the way this is actually a spoiler review too of like the final episodes of better call Saul 2 where they died they died in the show so they don't appear in part two which is a shame and part two does feature some of the best episodes the show has given it you know that episode nippy has gotten a lot of hate it's fine and carol burnett could get nominated for best supporting actress too so that could give rio c horn a best lead actress but who knows who really knows where they're gonna do i hope their emmy uh consideration campaign is strong this year and that they can beat out hbo because HBO worked really hard. It got the most shows in their nominees this year. They got three shows nominated in that specific category for drama. So I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Especially, I mean, too, with Euphoria and Succession. I was going to say, like, Barry, but a Barry is a comedy. I'm going to say this. I would love for the Emmys to give at least Bob Odenkirk and Rhea Seahorn their flowers give them their awards especially those two since those two worked really hard and the finale which which focuses heavily on the two of them is one of my favorite television finales of all time it's brilliant because the character Saul Goodman does suffer some consequences but they feel like the right amount of consequences Jimmy McGill is a better person at the end and Kimberly Wexler gets to say goodbye to Jimmy and realizes that maybe she doesn't have to be trapped in this world of her own making. The two of them are in their own prisons, but in a lot of ways are united by their love for each other. It's a love story. It's a love story. Give it to the both of them. If you're not going to give best drama to the show, which is a shame because the show is ending, you can give The Crown and House of the Dragon an Emmy another year. Those shows will come back and will have opportunities. Same with like, you know, Succession. Succession has already won several times. I still think this is a year where I would have placed Better Call Saul as my number one show of the year over those other shows. Even the ones that I really love, like Stranger Things, Yellow Jacket, Severance, and Euphoria. Maybe even Severance could be its comp- competition in my mind. Severance is probably, if anything, Better Call Saul and Severance are the two best shows of that category. So let me just say this. I would love Better Call Saul to win an Emmy next year, particularly for Rhea Seahorn and Bob Odenkirk. But again, the changing television landscape, the sort of pressure to only really nominate streaming services, and just the fact that the show is seen as an extension of Breaking Bad rather than its own show are hurting the show's chances for an Emmy. So don't worry, next year it qualifies for part two of season six. But I'm hoping the momentum is kept. So why don't we keep the momentum going? Do your own Emmy campaign. So when the Emmys get nominated, uh, get announced, because there's a good chance they will get nominated, blast social media. Do as much as you can to help AMC if you want to give the show a nominee. Otherwise, you know what? It's a great show. It doesn't need Emmys to prove a point. In fact, it's a lot like Jimmy. Doesn't need to live by the rules.